Hello and very welcome to the Intuition Tools podcast, where we talk about how to use your inner wisdom and be who you truly are all the time. I am Lise Lott, your host and founder of Lot of Light, which offers online courses and programs all about using your intuition for everyday living. I hope you'll enjoy today's episode. Hello! So, we're in the midst of wrapping up 2020 and moving on to 2021. I know we all can't wait to leave this year behind and start a whole new, fresh one. Goodbye, glad you're gone, 2020. Even though we all probably realize that with that magical line of December 31st to January 1st, this lockdown and the threat of this disease won't also magically go away. But still, it feels good to cross that imaginary line and start afresh. But first, it's so important that we each take time to go back, acknowledge, learn, and let go of some of the events that made up the past year for us. I guess you, like me, must by now be kind of tired of hearing people talk about how difficult this year has been and other people talking about how great some changes are that we've made. But boy, this being the last week of 2020, I just have to say that it's been one special year. I mean, today, one year ago, could you have ever imagined how the year ahead would turn out? Incredible, right? And it also makes me wonder if the goals people set for the next year can even have come reality in a year that has been truly and completely unprecedented, right? But maybe it's not like that. Maybe we could have still achieved those goals we set for ourselves for 2020 because the way I see it, where the past year closed off so many traditional ways of us, of being for us, there truly also opened up other paths that we couldn't have imagined for ourselves. So it really only depends on what your goals were, if they could have been achieved but they might have materialized in other ways than we could have thought of at the end of 2019. That's definitely how it was for my own goals too. One of the main goals for 2020 for me was that I would have let go of society's standard demands of me. I could never have imagined that as a result of lockdown, I would become more free to live true to my own values. It started at first because I was at home instead of at the office working, so I was more out of sight somehow and could be more the way that I am because of that. And later on during the summer, I lost my job. And it was completely in alignment with what I had been wishing for for 2020. Only I had phrased it completely differently. I had written down that my own business would have grown so much that I could quit my job. But apparently, I needed to lose my job first 
in order for my business to grow that much. Well, that allowed me to become so much more myself. That allowed me to let go of those demands of society in, in a way I could not have imagined as 2019 was ending. But now we are a year on, 2020 is ending. We are looking forwards to 2021. And what we want to focus our energy on and what we find important to ourselves. Energetically speaking, looking back at what you're leaving behind is just as important or maybe even more so than making plans, wishes and goals for the new. Well, maybe I'm not saying that the way I really mean it. What I mean is we need to acknowledge, see and feel what we're meaning to leave behind energetically because if we don't it won't be possible to genuinely move on to fresh new things in the new year the more energy and attention you give to looking back acknowledging and learning the more room you create for new to enter your life in the new year whether it's a week a month a moon cycle or a year you're leaving behind. Because if you don't acknowledge the past and what happened, you can't really move on, you see. Even if with your mind you want to and you intend to move on, energetically it just won't happen that way just by wanting it. Without looking at what is being left behind, the energy of the past will, re will remain stuck in you and you'll have too little space for new energies, experiences, lessons, events, people to come in. And you know another thing, something we don't always realize, but that does not stop it from happening. When you don't acknowledge what happened to you in the past period and realize what you learned from it, those things will continue to come back to you in another form until you do acknowledge and learn. So if you're really ready to leave 2020 behind, you're going to have to take an intense look at it from a bit more distance so that it can be wrapped up and ready to be sent off. It should be about the good and the not so good stuff. We'll talk about some ways you can look back and acknowledge and about if you did that, how you can energetically let go. When you are looking back, remember that a lot of things that are happening to you are really long-term learning cycles for your lifetime. So it could be very useful to check if what has happened to you in the past year is in fact part of a bigger set of experiences and teachings for you. There are subjects that you know are just part of you. You know that they are things that continue to come back in your life over and over in different forms. You can recognize that it is a reoccurring theme for you. So to make that more clear, I'll use one of my own examples. I keep being in situations where I have to choose if I want to go yet again for convenience and familiarity or if I'm ready in that example to choose freedom 
something I know my soul longs for deeply. Do I dare to make the scary choice that I know feels so very well in the end, even if it is so uncertain what will actually happen? Or do I pick normal and safe? And don't get me wrong, it's completely fine to pick whatever suits you the most right now. If you are not ready to make the difficult choice, it can very well be that you need to learn something else about it before you can get there. But if you are ready, but it, is, it just feels a bit scary, and you still know it's your path, then you should pick this one consciously. It's always up to you. When you choose not to go yet, where you know you should go eventually, know then that if this is one of your soul's subjects, and you probably know if it is, it will always come back to you again and again, more and more obvious each time, and often a bit less fun too, every time until you make that other choice. And even then, chances are that this is a lifelong learning subject for you. You can compare it to peeling off the layers of an onion, as is often the case with spiritual work. It's peeling off layer by layer until you get to the core of it. If this is a soul's learning subject for you, and you did choose to go where you knew you should, you've peeled off this layer that will have made room for the next layer to appear. This is how we really grow. Once you've experienced and learned from this situation and, and experience, the next comes up and it's going to be more challenging probably. But always remember that it's never more than you can handle. If you hadn't made that decision before, you wouldn't have been ready for this next challenge to come along. And it's very useful to experience these situations put before you, these challenges in full awareness of what they really are. Then it's easier to make the right choice for you at that time. You can intentionally look at what is going on, feel it, go within to experience how it feels in your body, do some intuitive writing about it, lay out some oracle cards, meditate with a question in mind, or do so many other tools you could use to make it all very clear for you what is going on exactly. So looking back, this is where we are now at the end of the year. It is often much easier to see what situations and experiences were in fact not random, but served a larger goal for our personal development. Now is the time to acknowledge what has happened, why you think it happened, what you could have learned and what you in fact did take away from it. Write about it, look at it, feel it and meditate. Just let it come to what the significance of these events were. Record it in some way by writing, drawing or talking into your phone and be grateful for the opportunities you were presented. And maybe you have an intention related to this going forward into the new year of how you want this to affect you.
what you hope can be a next step. You can connect a wish to it for the next year. That's perfect for wishing. So taking into account what has been with gratitude and then looking towards uh, forwards to the next thing to come. So how do you actually do this practice of looking back? As I said, you can do it in writing, but you can also make a voice memo to yourself. You probably know what works best for you, what will make, make you do it in the most intuitive, automatic way. You want to be able to reach a state where, you, where it just flows out of you. For some, talking words works best, and for others, it is the physical, physical act of writing that makes the flow start. So you can start by writing out the facts, what happened in the bigger picture for you this past year. Can you then write some more about it, more about what it meant to you, what it may have set in motion, or was it more like a rounding up of something that was going on already? Maybe it was a breakthrough, an important event, but why was it important? Were these experiences that happened to you surprising? Why? Or did you expect it? And then turn inwards and really feel what happened in the past year that was important to, you, to your core being. Really feel what lessons were there for you. Did you pick up on them or are they for another time? And can you summon up gratitude for these events that happens, for the good ones and also the bad ones? Pause for a moment to really let that sink in, to feel it in your body. And think about those bad events for a moment. Is there something you can think of that these bad events may have brought you in a positive way? Write all of this down or talk, talk about it out loud. Be sure not to skip the gratitude part, including the feeling of it. And the surprising part of this kind of practice is that the mere act of acknowledging what happened, that's already a huge part of letting it go and creating space for new energy to come in. So if you acknowledge and show gratitude, most of the time this is enough to let a lesson learned or some other event go. But sometimes you may notice you cannot let it go just yet, but you feel like you should. There are some simple ways you can support and reinforce the process of letting go what can go. So the first one is to burn. Write on a paper what happened, what you learned and what you wish in alignment with that for 2021. And then you burn it. That way you send off the energetic residue into infinity. Another way to do this, uh, to use the same written out statement and put it in a source box. So that's a bo small box that you can lock with the intention of sending it off to the sources that be to help you with it. And the third way is to meditate on it. So you visualize what you want to let go and you put it in a hot air balloon and you let it drift into infinity.
And a final way is to meditate and visualize yourself writing a letter to your higher self and your spirit team about it, including your gratitude and lessons learned, and of course your wishes related to it going forward. And you imagine yourself walking away to a magical golden mailbox and post the letter to your higher self and spirit team to receive. I hope this has inspired you so that you will go ahead and do the practice of looking back and letting go. I promise it will give you so much room and space for new amazing things to come into your life. And for now, I wish you a very happy new year. Let's head off to a 2021 full of living in complete alignment with ourselves. And before I sign off, if you want to find out more about Lot of Light and the online courses, you can go to lotoflight.com or connect to me on Instagram at lotoflight underscore spirituality. And then there's this. As you maybe already know, I'm always a big fan of connecting to yourself through your intuition. And a super effective, easy and lovely tool to do that is intuitive writing. So, I made a workbook with four journal prompts to practice intuitive writing with the subject of the trust in your intuition, how it has been and how you can rebuild it going forward so you can start connecting to it and receiving the guidance more clearly. So yes, you heard it correctly. You will be practicing connecting to your intuition by looking into the state of your connection to your intuition. Perfect, right? So to get this special intuition journal prompt workbook for free, go to lotoflight.com forward slash journal prompts. So that's it for today. See you next time.